Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Talksport selector, the football pools game everyone's talking about is back for the second game of the season. Sign up and correctly select a winning Premier League team every week for your chance to win a share of the guaranteed £10,000 prize pool. But remember, you can only pick a team once. Entries cost £10, but you must sign up before noon this Saturday to take part. Join now at talksport.com slash selector. Get ready for the next game. Everyone's back in. Starting soon on Talksport Selector. Terms and conditions apply. 18 plus gambleaware.org. Please gamble responsibly. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Wednesday. I'm Jason Cundy, the duck lover. I've no idea why I'm called the duck lover. And welcome to another edition of the TalkSport Daily podcast. In today's poddy, we've got a clash between two presenters over Jack Grealish. We have news of how a former England teammate of Darren Bentz almost got him to sign for Liverpool. And Simon Jordan tells us why Lewis Hamilton should not, not, N-O-T in capitals, not, be knighted. But we start the Poddington with potentially some positive news for supporters. Culture Secretary Oliver Dowden has said that talks with football leaders on fans returning to matches have been constructive. The government said it will assess the situation again before England's national lockdown is due to end in a fortnight. On drive, Max Rushton and Darren Goff spoke about the issue. So it could get to a situation where we come out of lockdown and fans, a limited number of fans are allowed into stadia. But there will be parts of the country that are tier three or tier, maybe in four tiers, but let's go with what it was in our mind. It was tier three was the worst. So you could have a situation where if you are a Liverpool or Manchester United fan, you're not allowed in your ground. But if you're a Tottenham fan, you are allowed in your ground. The question is, is that fair? Because if you have fans in your stadium, it gives you an advantage, right? If you get home advantage, you have home advantage. We've seen without fans, home advantage has kind of changed, right? Having people who support you and cheering you on and booing the opposition makes a difference. Harry Kane has just cracked in number six from the penalty spot. And now it is Manchester United 1, Tottenham Hotspur 6. I can imagine some managers complaining about this. But, you know, as the liberal snowflake of talk sport... <laughs> I like to think that I'd be the bigger man. If somebody said to me, you can't go and watch Cambridge United, but Peterborough fans are allowed in, with a heavy heart, I would say, I wish you well because I want fans in stadiums. There's not going to somewhere. be full stadiums anyway. So no. I think I, I don't think there would be that, Max, because if you consider, you're, say you're allowed 25%, so there's going to be so many fans miss out anyway. I don't think the frustration will be there. I think they'll be more frustrated not being one of the 25% who gets a ticket to That's watch true. their home team. Okay. So they won't be bothered about okay. what their rivals will be getting. It could be really 12 months we're looking at 
before they get to watch their team play football live. Now, this is Brecky with Laura Woods and her guest, two former England players, Danny Mills and Gabby Agbondahor, disagreeing over Jack Grealish. It was put out there that, you know, he was he's the best, one of the best midfield players in the world again. And I'm like, you know, you know realistically, yes, he played well. You know, I don't give it, he's, he's a fantastic player. You know, he, he's superb. He's got an awful lot of talent. But let's just calm down with the hype a little bit. You know, this is this is not Lionel Messi that we're talking about. This is not Cristiano Ronaldo. I think when when I hear them sort of comments, it um, brings back like the memories of my old school um, UT managers, where you score maybe ten goals in ten, and they'd still say, "Well, yeah, this isn't good enough. That isn't good enough." I feel it was like that old school mentality where um, scared to praise people. I think we saw Graham Souness do it earlier on in the season. He said that I'm yet to be convinced, and I think Jack had scored. Um, three goals and um, had three or four assists. So I think for me, it's um, that old school generation thinking has got to go. And Danny couldn't help himself when he continued his argument with Hugh Wozencroft on kickoff. They also discussed what England have often overlooked some of the most creative players in past years with Ian Moosey Abrahams. It's not an old school mentality at all. It's about wanting to be you know, better than you are right now, wanting to push yourself to be the best that you can be in yourself. You know, I would say, did, did Gabby Agbonglahor do that? Did he really push himself to be the very, very best or did he settle? To say it's an old school mentality, Graham Souness wanted to become the very, very best, you know, and, and kept pushing himself, kept testing himself over and over again, finding new challenges. I don't think England like flair players. I remember Stan Bowles, really flair player at Queen's Park Rangers, five England caps. Tony Curry leads Sheffield United, 17 England caps. Frank Worthington in the 70s, only eight England caps. More more recently, uh, Matthew Letissier only got eight England caps. And Glenn Hoddle, I remember when Hoddle first got into the England side in the, uh, the late 70s, and there was always a debate about whether Hoddle should be in the team. For me, jo- was... Joel Cole as well, Moose. Sorry, I would jo- throw into, uh, Joe Cole, I would throw into that, who was an incredible flair player. Yeah, you he know, got one s- cap unbelievable less than Gazza. Skills. One cap less than Gazza. Gazza got 57. Joe Cole only got 56. But Glenn Hoddle, I, I remember when Hoddle... He, I mean, he was a genius of a player for Spurs. Um, and it was always like, you know, not sure if Holden's going to play every week. And, you know, there were Liverpool players ahead of him in the pecking order in the late 70s and early 80s. He won 53 caps in the end. And famously, Michel Platini once said, if he'd been born French, he'd have won 150 caps. So I just don't think England like flair players, Hugh. Jack Grealish has just fired it into the top corner to ensure that his boyhood club are surely staying up now. Danny Mills. Gritted teeth, I think you have to eventually admit Jack Grealish is a nailed-on starter at the moment. But I get your point. Maybe we shouldn't build the team around him. I can't if, see, if go, I can't if, see if any playing, better options if we're right playing now. A game, if, uh, the game tomorrow night, if you're putting out your strongest team, without a doubt, Jack Grealish starts. You know, simple as that. But come the Euros, when you're going to be playing against the likes of you know Germany, France... Is he guaranteed to start in those games? I think we still need to see what he does over the next you know, three or four months to, to say that. England boss Gareth Southgate has been speaking to talk sports faker others ahead of the Nation League's match against Iceland. Faye started by asking Gareth if they will approach this game differently now they can't qualify. 
we've got different options in different areas of the pitch but we have to look at the tactical problem the opposition poses and the players that we want to have a look at but I, I don't think we'll approach it any differently. You said that this last few months have been really character forming for you you're obviously learning a lot about the players but I'm wondering what you've actually learned about yourself during this period. It's not so much character forming for me I think I've been through all of this before so for a long period we had a really smooth run it wasn't too smooth before the World Cup. Hey, 2-1 to England and in stoppage time they surely have the victory. Harry Kane, captain fantastic. Within a couple of matches after the World Cup we were three defeats on the bounce and ours best World Cup for 30 years and then we were the worst run for 15. You know, it's a bit like that. So yeah, it's not about forming character for me. Mine's been through everything you could in football so for the players we're learning a a huge amount it's so important for them to play in these big matches against high level opposition with the spotlight on them they're adapting tactically brilliantly They're, they're working together really really well they're a pleasure to work with and England versus Iceland is live tonight on TalkSport from 7pm and you can pick up the phone and react to that straight after on the sports bar from 10 o'clock now should Lewis Hamilton be knighted no That's according to Simon Quiffy Jordan. Anyway, he argued that sports people shouldn't be knighted until the end of their careers, if at all. I just believe that it's the end of a career. And given that sports is such a shorter career, it's not difficult to celebrate Lewis Hamilton if he indeed wants a knighthood, because we don't know if he does, at the end of his sporting career. If Andy Murray has been given a knighthood, which he has, and Mo Farah has been given a knighthood, which he has, for the excellence in their sports, then it follows that Lewis Hamilton should get one. But we're talking about, uh, my point is, is that should any of them have got them, and should it have been better served at the end of their career? My first answer is, I don't think any should have got them. And the second thing is, if they are going to get them, get them at the end of their careers. Now the Mail has launched a campaign to tackle football's dementia problem with many former players suffering from the brain disease. You'll hear once more from Gareth Southgate as well as Chris Bryant MP, but first, sports news correspondent at the Daily Mail, Mike Keegan. We get these high-profile, unfortunately, instances where yet another famous footballer succumbs to this and we make a lot of noise and then it just seems to go away. And it's, you know, there are things out there that we feel as part of this seven-point plan are open goals, really, that, mm. that haven't been done. Uh, and we've tried to keep it realistic. We've gone out and spoken to the scientists. I spent some time with Dr. Stewart up in Glasgow, whose study was the one, the field study, that found the instances 3.5 times more higher in footballers than the general population. And it's kind of just straightforward, really. And, and as you say, these are things that you would expect to be in place anyway. You need a a shared set of protocols across all sports. So, for instance, you've got to decide what is it appropriate for a child, say, age 10 or 11 to do. I would say you should not be heading the ball at all. And I've had so many people who clearly didn't do any physics at school at all saying to me, oh, well, but the ball is much lighter these days. Actually, far more important than the, the weight of the ball is the speed of the ball and therefore the speed at which your head is going to be moving. Anybody who is involved in sport is always taking a risk. I said the other day, there are risks that we take to be able to play the sport. That could be in any number of different areas, really. But I think every player accepts that. 
and they understand. And I don't think any of them would swap. You know, there might be a few who would 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 uh, later in life have some regrets. But personally, you know, whether there's joint replacements needed or you know, I know there might be consequences of heading the ball. I don't want to experience that. But I wouldn't have swapped any of my career for any of those things later on. This is Darren Bent now, the former Aston Villa and Sunderland striker on Brecky, recalling the time a former Liverpool player tried to get him to join the Reds when they're away on England duty. Tapping up doesn't happen, does it? Of course it does. I just finished my first season for Sunderland and it's gone really well. And Jamie Carragher was... I had a conversation about going to Liverpool. Jamie Carragher tried to tap you up? <laughs> yeah, and it was kind of a conversation. It wasn't like we need to get you there. It'd be good if you came, like, you've done really well first season. You're probably a little bit too expensive for us, but I was like, bloody hell, but it's, do you know what I mean? It's bloody hell. Liverpool, you've got to <laughs> jump at the chance, do you know what I mean? It's Liverpool Football Club. Hi, I'm Danny Kelly, and you're listening to TalkSport Daily. Now, the Hollywood A-listers, Ryan Reynolds and Robin Penney, have been given the green light to buy National League side Wrexham. Simon Jordan gave his verdict with Jim White. Does it seem like an impractical implausible sort of partnership to be involved in owning a football club I don't suppose they're going to run it on a day-to-day basis they'll probably employ employ people to do it for them Yeah, but I think it puts Wrexham on the map it gives it some real interest long long time ago in a land long forgot um (laughs) You know, Colonel Gaddafi tried to buy Crystal Palace for me. Not quite the same image as, uh, as a Deadpool actor. Yeah, Gaddafi. Gaddafi. Yeah, I, I did a video at the Palace party saying one tin despot out, another one coming in. Um, <laughs> but uh, you so know, Colonel Gaddafi trying to yeah, buy Palace. Yeah, well, his son was involved in Italian football, so it was something that wasn't too much of a stretch. But you also you've heard people like Puff Daddy, Sean Combs, being linked to football clubs. You've heard. I think even 50 Cent or, or Kanye West being indexed to owning football clubs. It is part and parcel. These guys have, a, these actors and these these musicians have a lot of money and a lot of them are very interested in sports. It's just very difficult to understand how it's manifested itself that it's Wrexham. No disrespect to Wrexham intended, but no. you can't see the link there. No. But listen, I think it's interesting. I saw the video, it's tongue-in-cheek, it's a little bit of a send-up. It's a bit of fun. Yeah, absolutely. And you'd expect no, nothing more from the characters that these guys play on in the very shows that they're in and the films that they make um but i also think it you know if you listen to the guy that was on one of the directors that was talking about the vote that was had yesterday to sanction or to to prove in principle the ownership transfer they're full of excitement they're full of beans yeah so why shouldn't we be for them now do you think drives darren goff is a culture vulture Press the button, what, so I can hear you. Tortoise or tortoise? Malevolence. Is that how you say that one? Honestly, who has wrote this? This is absolutely ridiculous. Look at this. Well, this is Goffy telling Max about a time he visited an iconic setting in Zimbabwe. Oh, I did this when I went to the um, Zimbabwe. What did you see? The big waterfall. And I just said, it's just a waterfall. I've seen it now. What do I want to stay here for two and a half hours for before the flight which, back? Let's which, go and do which something. Is, which is Victoria Falls? Victoria Falls. How long did you look at it? Well, I saw it for <laughs> five minutes and think, well, what else can I do? Somebody turn the tap off and then it's finished. <laughs> I said, let's leave. People were sitting to, there for hours and the, just looking at it. Have you seen the Grand Canyon? No. Do you want to see the Grand Canyon? Well, I'm, I'm not, it's not at the top of my list. Okay, what's the top of your list? 
Well, it's not that I just like to go to the Rockies. Okay, well, that's, yeah, yeah, I like well, to do that. So you like beautiful, but you're not like, yeah, I like beautiful off. things. I like beautiful. I like walking the door. I like nature. Okay, good. Um, I go to okay, South Africa. Yeah. I, I go out and walk my dogs at the beacon. I love being up there, taking pictures of it. But I look at it and I think it's beautiful. Right, done. It's beautiful. Right, clock the memory. Take a picture and right. go. Okay. I went to the waterfall yeah. and people said, "Oh no, we're going to sit here now for four hours." And just watch it. No, I said, no, we're not, mate. The, there's a bar just down the road there. It's got wonderful food uh, menu in there. I'll be down there. Come and give me a tap on the shoulder when it's time to get the plane back. Four that's, hours just sitting watching a waterfall. Four hours is maybe quite a lot, but I'd give it more than five minutes. I'm back on the Sports Bar on TalkSport tonight from 10pm. There'll be another one of these TalkSport daily poddies out first thing in the morning. Until then, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.